Yo, welcome to the My City Podcast. To my city podcast episode 46. You got your boy Big Sam, you got your boy Ariel Super. How they going, people? You got man like MK. What's good, Mr. people? The DLT branch himself. What are you saying, B? I'm good, man. Glad to be here, man. Glad to have you, man. Thanks a lot for coming on, bro. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, uh, MK is the founder of DLT. One we'll get into that. One, one of, of, one of the founders. Trouble, man. One of the yeah, founders. Before, before they, the man there say, What? You're the founder, yeah? <laughs> you by yourself, yeah? <laughs> I know there's always the main one though, you know, like that. I'm not the main one. I'm not the main one. I'm playing. This guy's trying to cause trouble already. Trust me, I'm in there two seconds, you know. Yeah, you got MK and Eric, you want to go into it. So today we're going to be looking at, like, you know, how DLT and a few other events have, you know, changed the way black people can party, how we don't have to rely on going to West End clubs anymore to have fun. We can actually party in our own environment with our own people who look like us. And it's very safe and we don't have to worry about you know any like hostility any racial prejudices we can just party about people who look like us in a great environment and have a great time yeah. while behaved uh, so we'll talk about DOT's role in that um, before that if you haven't already listened to episode 45 we had our good friend um, George aka Kojo aka Holiday Helper on to talk about um, all things travel and all things um, diaspora in terms of building a business abroad and some of the realities to doing that and also some of the realities to trying to you know do work back home um and yeah so tune check out that already and today uh sam you want to expand yeah so like you said said it so um let's go straight into um mk tell us a bit about you bro um so mk (laughs) (laughs) there's not a lot to say i work i work in finance i work for hbc you're a city boy i am a city boy Nobody should call my job. Shall <laughs> if I if I slander you on Twitter, don't call my job. <laughs> no, I don't it's care. All positive, bro. It's um, yeah, I work in a city. I've been working in finance for about four or five years now. Um, obviously, um, one of the founding fathers of DLT mm. um, as well. Aside from that, I'm just pretty easy, man. It's like a good time, chilling. Just on Vance all the time. That's it. Vance is key, fam. And a bit about DLT as well. well, well on it. What is DLT? For what those is DLT? Who DLT? haven't heard it? If you haven't, if you've never it. heard of DLT, DLT is a day party, a day, a day and a brunch. I think we, we, everyone assumes it's just a party. We do a brunch as well, a brunch party uh, for everyone essentially. Mm. But um, we founded DLT off the back of myself, Anthony, and another one of my guys, Boss. He's, we used to live in New York and New York was an internship um, in finance actually so all of us did this program it's called Mountbatten shout them out because that was a really dope program mm-hmm. um, and we found like this crazy day party and brunch scene out there like it was epic they did it every single weekend wow. and every single one was vibes they weren't like as big as like what DLT is now but maybe like like you know like the 28 West vibe mm. that's what you'd get every weekend and that's there'd be like outfit. 20 of them on that's the one you were supposed to go to and you left yeah, me no, 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 no. <laughs> you didn't do it anyway but the bro <laughs> that was my first one yeah that yeah, was yeah. your first one so imagine that vibe but every weekend and there's like it's in all different pockets in New York there's Brooklyn Harlem's got a brunch mm. there'll be like a soul brunch there'll be like a, a reggae brunch there'll be like a, they're just different so types brunch of brunch is just a movement it's out there, a like. movement that right. the, the brunch and day party scene is a big thing. Mm. So then we went to 
hella brunches and then also hella day parties like some of the ones you would have heard of the likes of Duce Palooza and things like that um, some lesser ones like um, there used to be a place we used to go all the time called the, De- uh, the DL or the Delancey mm-hmm. it was in the Lower East Side of New York and it was a crazy venue it was like it had like three floors but the top floor was like a massive open space and yeah. it was um, the roof was like all open and it was it looked like a like a, um, it was just um, f- uh, plants everywhere but you, need, you need good weather for that you can't do that in London innit? You, you, you can because it has a roof but because New York has great weather it was just dope because the sun would come through and it was and it was like glass everywhere so was it like a panoramic panoramic roof yeah yeah like it was just epic um and they used to throw the illest events and it was like they were all black black people so it's like you'd see like and it was all like <laughs> mad because look at my reminiscing the no because you know what it was, I'm, I'm just remembering like you'd yeah, see like so. like you'd see all the typical you know like the, the black girls with the afros the and the batty. crazy bodies you'd get the guys in the fedora hats and, the, and the Chelsea boots and yeah, it was yeah. just that New York vibe and the, and the music was great and everyone's just vibes in. Um, so we just experienced so many different things and then when we came back I think Anthony came back um, to pick up his master's certificate he was like bro London's dead mm. and there's nothing like that like I think at the time most of the kind of parties we had heard of was just like going to like West End or East Central or, or trying to go Shoreditch. And at the time, Shoreditch was like cracking down on things, isn't it? Like, yeah, like yeah. if you're not with a girl, you can't come in. And it's like, yeah, 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 it's like yeah, yeah. what the hell's going on? So um, well, the ratio had to be right and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was all just a whole heap of nonsense. So it was like, what the hell's going on? And then I came back and I was like, yo, this is like what you said was right. I think the first thing I did when I came back was there was that um, that place in Holborn that used to do uh, bowl, not bowling. Table tennis oh. and um, games. Bounce. It's similar to bounce, but okay. it might have been bouncing Holborn. Uh, yeah, yeah. Is it Holborn? Yeah. So Holborn. the bounce in Holborn, that's where um, Deloitte and stuff is down there. Yeah, it might have been, but it was like a vibe as well. Like they were playing our music and mm, the crowd was mm, like mm, us. Mm, mm. So um, I was like, yeah, okay, this is decent, but it wasn't Quite New York. There, yeah, yeah. 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 America, really. yeah. So I was like, yo, there's actually nothing happening. And like the weekends were really, really, really dead. Like I found like, if man weren't just going, oh, let's go Shoreditch, and we didn't really have a motive, we just go there and just kind of force it, yeah, there was good. nothing yeah, out yeah. there. So I went back to New York to visit, um, and and um, we just come back from a brunch, uh, me, him, boss, and one of my other friends, mm. uh, Leon. And we were just like, yo, this thing, we love it. And every time anyone came to visit us in New York, we'd take them to brunches, they'd be like, yo, this is sick, we're getting like bottomless alcohol, it's <laughs> one o'clock, we're waved. So we was like, we should attempt this in New York, uh, in London, sorry. Um, and, you know, we were, we was like, whatever, even if our friends just come, it don't matter. We'd play just our music light, yeah. and we'd just do something light. Yeah. And um, we met um, a guy who uh, used to own what was called Luxford. It's now called Talking Drum. Um, and everyone should check that out. It's really, really yeah, crazy. Cool, dope Nigerian restaurant. Yard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Talking Drum's dope restaurant. But yeah, so... Um, he was the one that kind of gave us our first opportunity to do the party. He was like, it, was, it took a lot of convincing to tell him, yo, gonna bring this many black people, we're gonna drink this much. During the day as During well, the bro. Day. <laughs> different. It's and different, you know, it's, you're still gonna make money in terms of like, you're still gonna get your finances sorted and blah, blah. He, he couldn't understand <laughs> the concept, <laughs> but we that. were so com- confident on the vision because we'd seen it, like we'd experienced it ourselves. Was like, don't worry, like this, wow. this thing works, mm. like it's fine. Um, but yeah, he gave us the opportunity and, um, 
yeah, from then, man, it's just kind of gone from strength it's to so strength. It's so mad because, like, brunch, brunch ain't a new thing, but I just feel like four or five years ago, brunch is a is a girl them thing. Yeah, like, so, so brunch like, was a catch up with your girls. <laughs> Did and, I mind if it get a brunch, fam? And I go, like, I go brunch all the time. Now, ask my man. Wait, wait, but. Did you go brunch all the time or did you start going brunch? I started going brunch after it became a thing. Like back day, what? You're linking up your man day. I can't be good brunch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, not it's, thing, it's not a thing, in it? But it's man. actually, I actually think brunch is one of the uh, like dopest places you can catch up. Because mm. like, you still get music, but it's at like a mellow conversation level. So you can still catch up, have mm. food. It's a nice vibe, in it? Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, definitely over the last few years, brunches have gone. But you're saying in like the states, it's, it's been, been going a... forever and it's still going on. I've been doing brunch for years now. I'm not having it from you. <laughs> Seriously, like how many years have you been brunch? When I link up with Yemi and stuff, we used to do brunch during the afternoon and like five years ago, four or five years ago. Yeah, like, yeah. Seriously, yeah, like since like I, since I, finished, I finished uni, what five years? You ago, should have started DLT, big man. I can tell. I can tell you do brunch. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now they're too clean. I can tell you do brunches. So like, so um. We used to link up in London Bridge. We used to try at different breakfast places. We, I've been doing that for years. That's dope, though. Yeah, maybe not over the alcohol because she doesn't but drink. But even that, I'm saying you wouldn't do it with your man then. Like, I can see you doing it with your girl, but, like, your girl would suggest... No, like, me and like, Warren would link up during lunchtime. Like, we've, Boy, okay, so you got like, some toxic masculinity. Yeah, you probably, watch probably got a bit of that. Too, <laughs> but I hear what you're saying in terms of it wasn't as mainstream as it is now. Yeah, 100%. Like, like now... I, mean, I don't think you still do brunch anyway, do you? No, no. I've been to a couple of brunches in my time now. Still. That's why you always get the only day party tickets, only um, for the Well, that's because of that's the ball. But to be fair, like I said, like it's you brought it here. Like yeah. it's, you brought it into people's into people's thinking. I think like I think that. I think we probably shed light to it in our space. Mm, mm, when mm. I say our space, like that black space in it, in terms of like this is something you can do. I think especially you're right. It is a girls' thing because when I look at like DLT's audience is predominantly girls. So girls like going to brunch. Um, but I think yeah. giving them a brunch that's for us, I think has definitely helped and kind of elevated everyone's experience. From, from, like, from, from, from some of your um, female colleagues, why is it that um, girls like brunch so much? I, I don't know. I can't tell you. I'm not a girl, so I don't know. But I feel like what girls like is the idea of, right, I'm paying... 25, 30, 40 pound, 50 pound. Alcohol. And this is what I'm getting. So I'm done. Like mm. me and my girl. So like, no, you want to no. celebrate your birthday. There's 10 of you. You don't know where to go. Like, DLT's on. All right, we're all going to buy 10 brunch tickets. Mm. Alcohol is going to be sorted. Food is sorted. And we're going to get a really nice party afterwards. I don't need to do nothing after that. It's simple. I think girls like that idea. Whereas yeah. what I noticed with guys is like, I'll buy a day party ticket and go I'll figure it out. Go with the flow, fam. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's it. But that's I go, you know, I like the brunch. You know, you like brunch. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's just a personal thing. And I think there's guys <laughs> that like brunch. Cool. Like, I like brunch. Because whenever I talk to him, I'm always like, I, I want the brunch, brunch one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like brunch. And I feel like more guys should come to brunch because mm. you can catch up. That's uh, why I like it, yeah. With, the, with your guys and your girls, whoever, you get actually really good food. Like the food has definitely improved over the last years. Like we're starting to try and improve the food and do better food for everyone. Wait, the, fo the food aspect, yeah. is that is that you lot like sorting that or is that the yeah, venue? Yeah, we, we, depends where we use, but we've now, when we use venues, I'm, uh, we are now becoming more particular in terms of what food we use. Well, you can cook, so uh, if you got like uh, a No, beer? we don't cook, we, we source caterers. Oh, and we go okay. for tastings and all that. We make sure that the food is on point because a lot it? of people coming to eat in it. Bro, so, and like, <laughs> we can't, like, we, I think before when we first started, we'd be like, oh, what can your venue make mm. that you can offer? And then we mm. pick mm. from the menu. But now we're going to venues and like we might say, oh, we want to use your kitchen. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And we bring our own caterer. Like you. the last W12 when we had that 
a West Indian bait company. That was us. We we reached That's out the one to them. I was. Yeah. And everyone loved that food. Everyone appreciated that food. Is it black food? Like that was black. It was um like um rice and peas, chicken. Yeah. That was on a Saturday, right? Yeah, you came. That's the yeah. one you you've wasted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, joke. I remember that one. Yeah, um, I got waves in it, which yeah. is nice, right? And I remember yeah. I got away because it was on a Saturday. Yeah, I remember. I got escorted out briefly to get fresh air. Yeah, he was. I remember, I remember I was talking serious stuff to the bar to say, let me back in, yeah? And <laughs> yeah, I looked at the time, I looked at the time, I was like, you know what? It's only seven, you know, so let me chill for a while. Yeah, no, just relax. Like, come back in here. Yeah, remember, I told you, just drink more, relax. <laughs> I was like, and you can I've like, got three yeah, hours yeah, left yeah. with this, so calm. <laughs> but then, why don't you, um, why isn't every drink unlimited? Why is it just Prosecco? Um, it's hard um, to... It depends, innit? Prosecco's like a starter drink, innit? Like, you're not gonna get completely wasted off Prosecco unless you abuse it. Um, but you can't do like bottomless Hennessy, you can't do bottomless. We've done bottomless rum before. That was, that was E1. Rum yeah, punch. Yeah, yeah, we did yeah, rum yeah. punch. Rum punch works. Uh, but but uh, we've done, um, we did bottomless margaritas um, at um, uh, 28 West. So we have tried other things. Um, Prosecco's just nicer to have whilst you're doing brunch, isn't it? Like, you to make a Bellini. Yeah, you make a Bellini, and it's just nicer to have. If you're doing like heavy alcohol, you're you're done. Yeah, yeah. As much as we want people to drink and now, we want them to be safe and yeah, like behavable, yeah. Not just behave, be safe for themselves because you see some people really go crazy on Prosecco, and I'm like, yo, like imagine we was giving you a lot of spirits for an hour and a half, you all pass out. Also, the price as well. Like Prosecco is not the same price as Bottle of Hennessy, so. I'm not trying to outprice anyone when we're doing things. Like, we've got to make it affordable for everyone. So, but yeah, Prosecco just makes more sense. Like, even like, I personally don't like the taste of Prosecco anymore, but I can have it, but it will only get me started. It won't. I wish I go to the gym the day before. Prosecco just gets me started. It don't, it's not the, the, like, it's not my main steam. When you mix it with spirit, that's when your night can be very messy. But sometimes you need a messy night. I remember um, when I went to the one, so the W12 one you did in July. I think the first thing went to W12. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the one we did with. That was the, week, that was the one you sold out during mm. the, mm-hmm. the DOT. That was a masterstroke. Um, oh, that yeah, that, that was, was um, proper. That was uh, one of my guys. Shout out Anthony. That was his move. He just kind of was. I don't know if it was Anthony. It was Anthony that called me anyway? I just come back from Malta actually. Got off the plane and he was like, um, "Yo, we should release tickets for the event whilst we're doing this event." And I was like, yo, that's kind of mad. I remember partying thinking, well, like, I'm not so, going so to then, So yeah. then they just announced it. Yeah, we're doing it. And then it was so funny. People were in the party trying to buy tickets that they were, I caught people in the corner just like, yeah, I'm buying tickets for next week. I'm like, you're here right now. <laughs> 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 but they were still trying to buy tickets. But it was dope because, because like a lot of the core crowd was there at that one. Then we, we got a completely new crowd. Like, hot, like I'd say 70% of people that were at that W12 tour, I'd never seen before. Um, and they got to experience DLT and they were like, yo, this is dope. They enjoyed it. So I remember, WTO, I remember the next day I had work. And work was very painful. <laughs> work was very painful. But yeah, that was a fun one still. Um, that was a sick yeah. move to, to release tickets during the event. And we sold out in about five minutes as well. So it was just mad. But it was dope, man. Um, so in terms, of, in terms of like, okay, cool. So it's NY brought it here and it's been very successful. Um, and so what I was going to ask you was then because like naturally it's not, it's not, it's not always plain sailing what yeah. kind of challenges do you have oh there's been loads man like there's been loads I think even before we started just promoting it advertising it trying to shift enough tickets that was like tough because 
obviously we had put money um, behind it. Like when we when we negotiate deals with venues or whoever it is, we're like, okay, we're guarantee you this many people to come. Yeah. So like trying to get people to buy tickets, that was tough. For real, I can't imagine that now though, because now, now, now I have to message you saying, bro, I need my tickets. Now it's please. different because I think people understand of course, yeah, it people and, and, they, and they come and they enjoy but it. But it does so. feel like you just burst on the scene. Like, it just feel like you were just successful. No, you know what they like, didn't, you know, because we, we've been about. Like it feels like yeah. that to a lot of people. I feel like we just bang. I think I think there was a, an event that we'd done um, May, I think May 17 or May 18. Mm. May 18. Well, what was it? What was it? It was at 28 West. Um, it was in the summer and we did a rum, it was the rum brunch event that we did. I think it was May 18. Mm. Um, and it was a hot, hot summer's day. I think it was like 30 plus that day. And that was know, World Cup summer, right? Yeah, and I, you know like 28 West on a hot summer's day, that's Sweet. epic. Sweet. Yeah. So um, I think that day was probably where we kind of realized, yo, this is a bit of a big deal. Because we did people. a rum brunch event and we did Caribbean food and I think 700 plus people turned up. Jeez. So and we had sold like, Three four hundred tickets, mm. and there was like fax seven hundred <laughs> people in that place, Jeez. and it was vibes like wow. the whole of the timeline or my timeline and most mm. of the timeline I was talking about. Yeah, DLT brunch was sick. DLT brunch. I was actually sick. remember that day. No? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, and that's when we was like, okay, why, why did you go? Probably there was a reason still. Probably for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was abroad, didn't it? That's that's the day we was like, yo, okay, we got something here, so we started to take it a bit more seriously. So how, how do you do it at knowing like you're providing essentially a service to a thousand people? It's hard. <laughs> we put pressure on ourselves. We've got a big team. Um, you get used to it. You get used to it. Do you uh, ever feel like one day you want to just hang up, pick a love, and you're like, you know what, I'm done? There's been days when I've wanted to just not do it anymore because some days don't go well. Other days go really well. Um, but I think you get the satisfaction when, I guess, I guess when I meet people like you and like you lot, say oh yeah DLT's sick and I love what you're doing and I've met a lot of people who I think they get the message they're like because ultimately we, we, we do do a lot of it for people like for our people like this thing is genuinely for the culture um, so what we do is genuinely for the culture is to have a space for us to go out enjoy meet people network um, provide, just be, provide just be ourselves in our own spaces like like we, we we have to remember there's a period where like we were getting turned away from everything yeah, yeah see that's that's why so that's why when i when i um thought about bringing you on i was like i told my, my course yo we need to bring of that sam we need to bring this guy on we need to bring the team on bring dot on because they as well as a few other events have created a place that we don't have to worry yeah. about going to west end anymore and look how many other events are out there the recesses the, like so many other events that are just dope like, i don't have to worry about Going to um, wearing some nice shiny nah, shoes. Bro, you can go comfortable. And if you do want to wear a shiny shoe, no one's going to stop you doing that, especially at DLT. People yeah. come mixed. Like, if you want to dress up nice, dress up nice. If you don't, you don't. Um, but I feel like it's important because what we're doing, we, we're creating these um, spaces for people to, to exist and enjoy themselves. And now we don't have to go to West End and we're queuing up for two hours and we're getting turned away when we're at the door because no, there's, just easy. People there's like too many man or you're getting finessed and they're saying oh you're going to have to pay £50 to come in tonight before you've even bought a drink and you're like raw like you lot are killing us just to party but do you, do you think no some, just to play devil's advocate do you think there was some kind of validation behind it because no People no, didn't, you know, no, people completely, in completely not. I disagree with that. Sentiment. Obviously, you had completely. the whole district thing and everything like that. I, I, I disagree with that sentiment completely because you go to a football game, there's fights, but we ain't, we ain't looking at football. Yeah, 
Yeah, you go to Millwall, you see what them, them and they will never lock off a Millwall game. So why is it when there's an incident involving black people, that is the justification for all black people? It don't make sense. There's raves I've been to. Some of the worst violent <laughs> incidents, yeah? Some of the worst it's violent incidents locking each other out, have been at raves, not by black people. The acid attacks have not been by black people. Uh, all these fights that happen when men are getting knocked unconscious have not always been by black people. If anything, our fights don't get to that level anyway. No. So it's like, why are you so scared of us? <laughs> like, and that's the thing. So it's, it's, and that's why it's important for all these events to keep doing these things. And not just in the event space, in any other space, creative space, we need to keep breaking the stereotypes and just keep, like, keep doing our thing and showing people that, you know, we can exist. Um, but how do, how do you govern a party where, you know, let's face it, sometimes there are people who have different views. I think like what I think. How do you what, govern it peacefully without any incidents? What I think and what is nice, and I've met a few people who have said this and shared the sentiment, is that because it's a space that feels like it's for us, we have a different level of respect for it. Mm. Like I wouldn't go recess and, and get into something. anything because I'm like, yo, this is these are my people trying to do something. So you respect. But not everyone feels that way though. They don't, but at the same time, you hope if the majority behave, then those will follow. Is DOT 21 plus or is it 18 21 plus? plus. I think that also helps a lot as well. You'd think so, but some of the worst fights I've seen have been older as well. For real? Yeah, man. I don't think it's an age thing. I think obviously there is an age thing there because when you're younger, you're more silly in terms of the kind of things you're doing. Um, So you're more prone to do stupid stuff, but... Um, recess is 18 and you know re- when have you ever heard of a recess fight do you know what I mean so I just think like people respect what's theirs and it's like it makes a difference when you're in a venue and you're comfortable and you're free um, and everyone's kind of bubbly the vibe is nice a lot of these things make a difference whereas if you're gone to a rave it's taking you an hour and a half to get in security's been mad tight with you so what up by the time you got they've in? roughed you up on the way to get in and they've made you feel uncomfortable being there the vibe isn't right. Um, like just a whole heap of things. I think like one thing you walk into DLT, um, and people genuinely just seem to enjoy the vibe. Talking about challenges, like one of the biggest challenges we faced was um, uh, that Brandon Bankman. I think I was telling you about it yeah. earlier, man. That was a big learning curve in terms of like we done an event, we sold out like six hundred tickets in like a space of two minutes. And we still thought it would be sensible to tell people to come come on the door. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I think, I guess that's, a, we're talking about challenges now. Yeah. So How that, did you lot deal with that? Because there was a lot of like, We got a hell bad, of backlash. Bad backlash. But the thing is, it was mad. We got a hell of backlash from people who didn't get in. But the people that got in, they were like, yo, I had the time of my life. <laughs> you know what's jokes? You know what's jokes? The guy I went to the brunch with in November, he got in, his friends didn't get in. And he was like, I won't lie to you, bro. I'm staying inside, isn't it? Yeah, no, no, no. Man, them snake their bridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, bro, remember the time you know, of my like, life? Yo, it is sick in here. Bam. I'm enjoying myself. Even little things like um, getting the music right, that was a challenge in itself. Mm. Wow, Everton almost called. Um, that was a challenge in itself in terms of like, we didn't know what like really crazy DJs are. Mm. Um, it took a long learn time. Like when we first started, we used to get bare repeat songs. Like, for real? You come DLT, you hear something you heard at the beginning, you hear it at 7. I ain't heard that, you know, since. You, you could, cause <laughs> I heard but those are the things yeah, you pick up. Do you know what I mean? I have yeah, to yeah, get yeah. my Shazam up all the time. Th- those are the things you pick up. So now, like, we schedule, like, genres and who plays what and what DJ plays what. So, so every team gets played just every, once. Not every every genre will get touched. Okay. Like, like oh. we might start 
with like the old school okay. like R&B yeah. slow and then we'll move into the new R&B and then we might go into like the 2000s hip hop and it, like it flows like that okay. so right. for the most part you should not hear a the song of, unless yeah. a DJ turns into a maniac <laughs> and says I want the spotlight today yeah. but then <laughs> you've got to pattern it properly because you yeah. don't want the exactly. wrong tune to come at the wrong exactly. time exactly so it's like you guys always find a way to put the right tune yeah, on the and, right and time and you know what is there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of guys dedicated to doing that and mm. they do a really dope job um, and like those are like a lot of learning experiences that we've been doing and where people have been picking these things up and it's just like it's really helped. What what was what was the reason that you lot did the on the door thing? Is it because of the the, the market is what do you black know what people? Is, so yeah, black, black, black people. people. Just like as much as day, as like. much as um, we all try to be like structured. Yeah, 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 yeah. we just know our people. <laughs> we know <laughs> that man them are gonna turn up on the Saturday and say, "What's on?" They're gonna look on someone's Snapchat and be like, hey, "Oh, can we right, roll?" I remember you tweeted something like, "It's done because man them won't buy a ticket, but we'll pay. We'll, 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 we'll pay come down. I'll be like, I want to pay more. I want to pay fifty pound. And I'm like, yo, you could have bought a ticket at fifteen pound. What are you doing? But it's just the cold and we and, and I think you have to kind of facilitate mm. for that a little bit in terms of like um you know your audience you can't brunch is a new concept for or was that. a new concept yeah, 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 for yeah, us yeah. at the time so us trying to be mad strict and saying this is what you can do this is what you can do this time proud was the one we did because we um I think we just wanted to do something like we we were eyeing proud for a December event and then we hit them up and we kind of was like yo want to get in here what you're saying what's and the capacity because that's quite massive isn't it yeah i think proud is anything 750 to 900 so then we i think that's the f we we had like a run during winter and uh, if you notice this year just gone last year just gone should i say we didn't do many winter events we just did maybe one or two in london um we had a run during winter where we did like three or four and we wanted to do the um new year's event at proud because i thought perfect new year's uh, a space and we didn't want to we called it the anti-new years because like it's all yeah. about we're not trying to do I the new year careful this wire here, isn't it? sorry yeah, yeah. Uh, not trying to do this one yeah yeah you have to be careful of it cool not trying to do the um the new year's prices with the new year or holla the caps like we, we we always find a date that falls just before the new year's uh eve so yeah, the 30th, 29th, 30th 29th i think this year might be the 28th or something um or the 27th, I can't remember. But yeah, um, so yeah, we did that one. But I think that's when our tickets just started moving a bit mad. But we didn't realise like how many people had, like we didn't realise our reach. Because a lot of people won't pay, but yeah. we won't pay on the door. Yeah, so we, thought, guys do that a lot we thought it was cool. Like, do you know what I mean? I think we sold like 500 something or 600 tickets and the capacity was like 750, 900. We, we, we had enough space for people to come. But boy, people came and it was just in the mad. winter well, that's when you know you've got that it was so mad I, I worked the door for basically the whole day a lot of people who had tickets couldn't get in because we had people who'd come with tickets off, arrive like mad late and it was just mad so after that we just learned a few lessons and we just said nah no, no more no more uh, selling on doors just ticket only now because but that, that, that seems to have even given you that extra level of exclusivity yeah it? like now it's like the tickets are a big deal but it's mad it's like I don't know, man. The, the vibe is nice, man. Everyone just enjoys it. So. Do, you, do you get to enjoy it, though? N not as much as I used to. I remember the one at W12. I remember I was... You was waved. You was waved, still. You was off your face, I remember bro. You, looking back at you, I remember you had your bottle in your hand. I remember thinking, is this guy enjoying it or not? Nah, do you know what it is? I rarely enjoy my own events, which is a shame. Um, 
because I'm just always doing the shit whilst I'm there in it. Like there's so much going on in this like when you're doing events there's so much going on in the background, like managing cues, like um, like you might have a technical problem with the sound, especially when we're doing food and drinks, so there'll be that aspect of it. Like you're always speaking to like the bar staff and the security. There's just so many things going on in it. And like like DJs are rotating. It's just right, how of your DJs. Yeah, I don't know what crack you're putting in there. <laughs> <laughs> they take it seriously. <laughs> them DJs are dope, man. Them like DJs honestly, bro. shout out for, like all of them: Freddie, Triple A, RBC, is anyone that's DJs at DLT, even the host, like Tiny Man, Remy Bergs, fucking they're all epic, man. Like they. I remember, I remember I had, like I've got players in my house, yeah. Whenever I've got friends, and I'll be like, this is the DLT kind of music. Yeah. Because you know, your music is different in the brunch. I know then, you got yeah, that kind yeah. of like we take you, we take you yeah, to yeah, a journey yeah. of music still because when you're brunching you don't want to hear the heavy stuff yeah, in it yeah, like yeah. you want to because brunch is about catching up with friends drinking and just like just gisting vibing, just yeah. vibing so imagine doing that in a space where you're in just everyone's like minded just like you and you're hearing the music that you like and it's, you can have a conversation and you're getting good food and you've got food drinks flowing remember the 21 one I had a waffle the chicken yeah yeah. I remember telling my boy you know jokes, I told my boy um when you told me you might be doing a twenty-eight one, yeah, the boy I came with last week, okay, I hear that I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, man, like I love it though, man. It's dope. I think mean, obviously you get a limited prosecco for 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 a bit. Yeah, an hour yeah. and a half, and people, some people go ham on that. Bro, I, I would like to me personally. I've been abused. <laughs> but you know what it is? You got to take time with prosecco because it will hit you, bro. Like it will just yeah, that, hit that's you. That's what happened to me at W twelve. Yeah, you saw how I was in it. <laughs> there was even one brunch one time. So the first time we did brunch, we did um, um, seatings. We did two seatings. Mm. One time we thought, oh, do you know what? Let's not do two seatings. Let's just let anyone come at any time. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> come on, bro. Wait, 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 what do you mean, black? So we used to do well, I said chaos. <laughs> a 12 to 2 seating and a 2 to 4 seating oh, for brunch. For real? Yeah. So even like- So how would it work for the 12 to 2? So they, they'll come the... early. They'll do their brunch early. They'll get what? their food and then they just hang around. Mm. And then the 2 to 4 get their food and then the party starts at 4. Mm. So even like- like now we've got the sweet spot we know black people like turn up at 2 o'clock there's no point saying brunch starts at 12 12 o'clock you're setting up rebrand you're just you're wasting your own time so yeah. why why, why set yourself but up for you, failure but you don't the only thing you have the power now that people can come up at 12 yeah but we, I feel like we we understand our audience now yeah. okay man people might want to come at 12 but then you're keeping them 12 till 10 that's a long that's day that's a long time and do you know get, what I mean 2 yeah. till 10 seems to be the sweet spot yeah, say yeah, 8 yeah, hours yeah. and some people come at 2 and then they'll end up leaving about 6 yeah. then you get some people arriving at 6 yeah, and partying the, the party, for that 3 yeah. hours so mm. we like those are the challenges we face mm. we face so many even like even like learning out like branding, we never used to brand. We just put our flyer. Your branding sit now because when you hear DLT, it's like yeah, like now it's synonymous. Everyone knows, but mm. so, so there's people out there that won't know DLT stands for days like this. Mm. And yeah, you many know people I mean? don't. Yeah, and yeah, they just think it's DLT, it's DLT. But it used to be called days like this brunch. Yeah, 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 but yeah. then we kind of shortened it, and then now it kind of Arsenal one by the way. <laughs> now it kind of um, now it kind of like rips off the tongue. So mm. it's like they, we've learned so many different things. And Cause, like, cause when people hear DLT it's like it's almost like synonymous with like classy, sophisticated, mature. Mature. Vibesy. And you know like you come for a good time. So um yeah man, we face several different challenges. What about that angle? Is your is your target just the mature because I guess a few young you know it's, it's 21 plus it's they're, 21 they're, plus um, and we keep it that way because I think we're doing bottomless alcohol and I don't want like I think kids messing when you're 18 doing like bottomless Prosecco for an hour and a half you Bro, might just ruin yourself off, blood. do you know what It'll I mean so real. I think 21 is a sensible age to think I can come and do but this hasn't started to <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know, know I've, I've never fallen off before but 
If, that that, <laughs> that was very day, close. That was close. And you know, I you know, I would have gone home. But do you, do, you, home. do you drink to fall off? Like, do you? No, do you know what? Prosecco is a creeper, and this is what I always warn mm. people. Yeah. See, when I'm at DRT and I walk around and I see people going, blah, 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 just doing that, I'm like, I promise you. People don't know that. It I promise be... you this thing will hit you later. Mm. Like, and you know what mm. is? That day, I'd gone off my Jesus. friend's birthday before. Okay. So I'm on like two, so three hours sleep. Waved. I'm on two, three hours sleep. And I'm going to the brunch because I like brunching, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm there thinking, anytime from now, I'm going to be hanging from a friend. <laughs> Luckily, my guy here, I'm lucky I didn't get kicked out permanently. So I, you know, I got a mess. Um, as soon as I saw him falling for, I was like, oh. Do you know what? Leave yeah, it. Yeah, Just yeah. give him some water. Yeah. Let him sit outside. <laughs> I ch- chilled outside. <laughs> you know, so I chilled yeah, outside, man. And another girl was on the floor. You know, nah, the other girl was just finished. She was the there floor. was a very funny video that went around. Um, there was a guy next to you, and they were just lipsing for time. Oh, no way! God. But you were so waved. <laughs> you really, you <laughs> don't remember that? It was a funny video. They were lipsing for the whole time you was outside. That is so funny. But man. they were both so weird. What were they doing? They're just you were zoned. You were just sat there. You was trying to sober up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I remember, you know, I remember. Looking at my WhatsApp thinking, these guys are in there having so much fun here. Yeah? And I'm out here sobering <laughs> up. But you know what's so funny? You can actually see them. Like, it was yeah, so like, they don't, I'm, like, I'm thinking like, nah, I can't have this. So I, you know, so I, I was like, you know what? When I clutch here, yeah, yeah. it's only seven o'clock. I've got three hours there left. Let me do my 30 minute jail time outside. Uh, uh, and, like, and I've still got two and, and a half hours left. Do you know what? But you know what I liked it? You like, you listened. Do you know what I mean? And that's mm. important. And like, I feel like when people listen, you can get your way. Like, is that an issue you face? Like, yeah. Just people just like, moving like, down. You know like. what I mean? Just listen. Like, because obviously the venue's got to protect themselves. We've got to protect ourselves. But because you listened, like other men might have just been like, no, 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 I didn't. And then what? You'll get sent home. But I thought I like that because at a club like Shoreditch or West End, you're getting sent home. They ain't got time Straight. For that. There's, there's... And you know what? There's been times when we've been at certain venues and they're like, no, 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 it's getting too right. I'm like, no, do you know what? You need to understand you're dealing with black people. It's but are they, are they cool with that though? Like, have um, they not locked you off and just been like, no? No, nah, do you know what? Certain people have tried to be like, no, nah, no, nah, it's getting this, getting that. I'm like, no, the easiest way to deal with this audience is to deal with them this way. Yeah. And it's been a cultural lesson for mm. certain venues that we've used as well. Mm. Like, mm. Like, That's it, because now you're empowering other communities about how to deal with <laughs> black people in a very exactly. positive way. And it's important. And now they know how well. to deal with a black audience. They're like, mm. okay. For example, we know black people like to turn up all at once at seven o'clock. <laughs> no matter what time I you remember turn. I remember 28th one, sixth, the queue was empty, seven o'clock. Everyone no matter like... what time you tell black people, if I tell black people doors close at four, they're still gonna turn up at six. It don't matter. So for a, for a venue, you know that's important. So you know, all right, cool. At seven o'clock, it's all hands on deck. Mm. And you know that your security needs to move fast. And you know that your security doesn't need to be aggressive because this is a mature crowd, isn't it? So when they're coming through, be nice to them, be polite to them. And for the most part, they'll be nice to you as well. And they'll come through, they'll show you their IDs, they'll let you search them, and they just want to go in and have some a good fun. time. I said, no one really, uh, no one in that age bracket anymore is looking to go there for trouble. We're just going there to have a good time. Exactly. So we've, catch up with we've had to, a long time. Like, when we go to venues, we have like security briefings with them. I'm like, oh, cool, this is how this audience is, this is how you treat them, this is the best way to get responses for them. If anything escalates, these are your points of contact to speak to, and mm. blah, 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 blah. I mean, I mean, even though it's rare, how do you, like, uh, whenever you get the odd to like one out of 100 negative tweet, how do you do that? How, how, like, what, honest, what, what I feel like with tweets, yeah. you're always gonna get negative tweets. People just people always gonna complain. Someone's always gonna say it was too busy. Someone's gonna say I preferred this. Someone's gonna say I preferred that. So for the most part, you just gotta take it on the chin and it like, is what it is. Um, do you read them? I do, I read them. I laugh at some of them. <laughs> Cause sometimes I DM you saying, listen, just keep your head up. Some, there's certain tweets that trigger me cause I'm like, you're just, 
talking and you don't even know anything that's happened like you have no idea what's going on but you're just making assumptions like oh they definitely oversold by this man I've already said about E1 obviously we've spoken about already I'm like you have no idea what happened like you don't know I left work at 1pm on a Friday to sort something out so you have no idea but like they just talk, but that's just the nature of the beast. That's how some like, people get you have to be. You have, you have to be an entrepreneur in business to understand. You're only seeing a small part. A very small. As a consumer, and that's and you know what, you are a consumer at the end, of the day, and that's all you are gonna see, and you are obliged to your opinion. Um, like you're entitled to your view, but sometimes it's just like you know, <coughs> there's a bigger picture out like happening. You know, like because you know, obviously, I told you before, I work in a tech space, so when whenever we see a, uh, a product sell. And meet the demand. We call it product market fit, yeah. where the product has found the right market for yeah. it. And it's a, it's, it's a measure of if you had to delete an app on your phone, how badly would it pain you? Yeah. Mm. So if delete if DLT was gone, how badly would it pain a lot of people? And I feel like you're in a position where you can say that if DLT goes, a lot of people will be in pain in summer. I think people miss it. Yeah. How sustainable is that market though? So obviously we're going for the mature audience. Historically, uh, have mature people been like? And this is a question, it's not even a, a statement. It's like, when you're putting it together, I know you saw the success in America and that, but did you think like the older lot wanted, and you know what? wanted that? It's so like, crazy. If we go back to America, yeah. that's even another thing that kind of pushed us to do it. So mm. in America, what I loved about it so much and what I think all of us loved about it was we would be in an event mm. and there could be a 40 year old doctor there mm. and there is a 47 year old lawyer and everyone's partying. Yeah, so it, as much as it was a party, you were amongst great professionals. Really and right. that is kind of what made us think like, okay. We have that here. Like, we have like these I mean. people here, but you, so like, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like before it was like, all right, cool, man, we'll get to 25, I get my job, I get my girl. and get married, have kids, whatever. What, yeah. what else am I doing? Yeah, I ain't yeah. going raving, what am I raving for? It's true, man. But life doesn't, deal, you don't deal life doesn't stop yeah, once you get yeah. a girl and settle down. Yeah. You still want to socialise, but you don't want to socialise in youngest. the raves where men are going there to chirps girls. That's and as a too. woman, you don't want to <coughs> go there as a rave where you're getting harassed all the time. Mm. But now you've got a space where all right, cool, you might want to meet girls and talk, but you also just want our vibes and network. Whatever you want, it's there it's for there. you. It's yeah, there, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so I that was another factor that we saw. In terms of that question, in terms of that, mm. it lasting, there's two sides to it. I don't feel like DLT has an age cap. You can always want to socialize. What's there's, the oldest you've seen there? I've seen someone 40 plus. But <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they look 40 plus or do they look 20? They don't look 40 plus, but they were 40 plus and they were very comfortable. Uncle or auntie? Um, both. Oh, I've wow. seen both. I've seen married couples come to DLT. But that, 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 I can understand that though. Older as well. Like, like, some of that like, yeah, old, older. Older, like late thirties, yeah. married. They've come for the brunch. They said, "Yo, this is epic." That's so good, bro. And they've they've said this is the best time we've had in a long time, and they went home. Right. Like, obviously, I can understand that. For so some imagine, years. like yeah. you know, you're you're with your missus, and you you got your children off for the week, and you want to do go out and do you something. You've been DLT with your missus before, haven't you? No, she was in. Um, she went here still. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe for the next one. Maybe still, we'll see. <laughs> but she's been, she's been, she loves it still. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even get to the Ghana. I couldn't get into the Ghana one, you know. You I, got, I got my ticket, but I doled. So you know what happened? So um, I got to Nigeria the day that DOT Nigeria with Lagos was yeah. happening, right? But it took me two hours to get my luggage. Mm. So I can't go to it, right? And then yeah. my boys were like, I started a bit late. Because you know Nigerians are different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, cool, I'll come late to Ghana as well. Myth. myth. And I got there myth. like 11, 10. Absolutely, you were joking. I know, like, so I never. It's a day party. Why are you coming at eleven? Because you know, it's West Africa is different, isn't it? Yeah. Like even the Afro nation there, 
Acts came in at 3 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah, but still, DLT, you know, we tried to be. I know, you got a punch or two a T, innit? Yeah, we tried to be. We tried to be. So, no way. And you know what? From the. I feel like the buzz from uh, the Croydon one, it leaked into everyone's socials on Africa. So, like, it was so funny. The next day, I was seeing people hitting up our socials like, yo, has anyone got tickets for this? We've been sold out for months. I was like, that was the Stormzy one, right? The one Stormzy yeah, came through. Yeah. Yeah. So we had been sold out in Ghana for time. Because but I bought my ticket because we had a group chat for Ghana, Nigeria. Yeah. So you lot were patterned from early. I bought it from time. So we sold out from early and it was, and then it was, we did Box Park, which was obviously, that went off epic, like so solid, shut it down. Stormzy came through. Everyone, every, everyone, everyone was there like, and it was just vibes upon vibes in there. Um, and then the next day, all I could see people hitting up our socials, has anyone got tickets with DLT? Has anyone got tickets with DLT? I even saw, there was even a flipping, someone put a story, she was going, she was walking in her slippers to go meet someone to pick up a ticket. It was hilarious. So it's like, the anticipation for it was mad. Everyone was like, yo, this event's gonna go off. And it, it, so it going that late was a mad move. <laughs> what, what, what made you not go to Ghana in the end? Why didn't you go? I know, cause you, I know you were in Nige, right? Why didn't you go to Ghana? To be honest, we, we, I went Nige. Um, I didn't go Ghana because I came back to sort out Corridor. Ah. But, and then Anthony and my other partner, Ify, he also um, went to Ghana. So we split up the team essentially. And then AAA was out there. Remy was out there as well. And um, also, um, our videographer Matt Idiots. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he was out there also. So it was, um, yeah. We split. We basically split up. But it was dope. Are you gonna do? Uh, now you've got obviously got um, my Bella. My Bella. Yeah. My coming up in uh, that August. August first week of August. That's gonna be. That's gonna be sick because that's gonna be our whole week of DLT events just all our experiences for a week hope you're not gonna forget us in london no mm, no no we got you we're gonna we, we, we got you guys it's just a, we're, we're gone for a week um to try and do something out there which should be fun and it's all about trying to do different experiences isn't it like i feel like marbella is one of those places it's it's nice like if anyone's ever been to marbella it's dope like it's actually a very like pretty place but how, not, how are they gonna work so they're gonna be your four dlts no nah, i won't we're gonna switch it up so there's gonna be a DLT brunch. Um, there's gonna be like a welcome party, um, at a venue. It's gonna be like probably like a cocktail party. Um, and the next day we're doing a pool party. I see. I see. Yeah. And then the the third day we're gonna do like a terrace party, which is gonna go on from like late evening to early mornings. So. I see some of your packages, and I'm all, I was even gonna consider it because. The packages look very cost friendly. Look like yeah, that. they're cost friendly, and I think what's dope about them is that you can pay them in instalments. Um, and oh, not for a, real? Yeah, not a lot of things let you do that, and I think that's really that's really key. Like, obviously, the price might be slightly higher for in, for some packages. I think there's some fair packages on there with hotel and everything. Some packages are a bit higher. Depends how luxury you want to go in it. But I think the key thing is that it's an it lets you pay monthly. Which a lot of so look, from an event business perspective, what do you do if someone defaults on their payments? Um, you lose your deposit, so you lose your money if you don't pay. So, do you have to pay all the installments before you've gone on holiday? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, makes sense. Yeah, okay, cool. So, if you don't, you've you've committed to paying some, so if you don't pay, you lose what you've paid. It's like buying a house, basically. Yeah, it? exactly. But I think most people pay, I think the, the price points are fair, so most people will pay. 
But yeah, I think it's going to be a wicked experience about taking people to um, a place that they've probably never gone before and then taking them again with your own people. Do you know what I mean? It's all about going there with like-minded young professionals, black people, because Marbella's not... Although they play our music... no racism there. No, I wouldn't say it was racism, but there's just not been a place where black people have conventionally gone to. Um, and I think like it's a really beautiful place. A lot of people have gone to Marbella though. Like, I've never been to before. Um, nice. Yeah. Marbella's I'd I'd describe it as a the Europe of my the um, the Miami of Europe. For real. In the way it looks, yeah, the aesthetic. What about Algarve? Did you go? Did you go I've, to Afrination last year? I've been to Algarve um, separately, and I don't like. I I like it, but I don't love it. Um, I don't. I think Marbella's more beautiful. Oh, Marbella's beautiful. That's one thing I'll say in terms of the way it looks it's a very very beautiful city but um, it's, it's 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 definitely a beautiful city and for those listening um, the date for that is 1st to 4th right? nah 3rd to the 7th 3rd to the 7th August 3rd to the 7th packages uh, are out you can go out and buy them your, your, your individual tickets for those have already sold out haven't they? they have um, fingers crossed we'll be releasing some more um, probably will release some more what, yeah. what's your favourite DLT? Uh, my two faves have been composers. That was epic. Which one was that one? E one, July twenty seventh, I think it was. We did a DLT oh, with the composers. So we, that's the first time we did a live PA almost. I think that's the one where I'd been to two on the bar. I was yeah, like, you know what? Yeah, Let me take a rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of the best ones. Um, and then Box Park. Or, or did, did right just gone? Yeah, those are my two highlight ones. You went box one, you missed, bro. Other Nigeria, baby. I know, but it's superb. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> hey, those I, I, two. I, I trusted the one that I don't go to, you go to, innit? Nah, those it two. Good the 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 the, um, the composers one, a live band just enhances the experience. In composers are just. We'll get into like collaborations and that in a bit, but yeah, go. On. So I feel like a live band just enhances any experience, mm. and then obviously Croydon was just so many people, epic space, mm. so solid. Like literally, um, they made everyone remember their youth that day, mm, innit? Like, mm, 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 um, and like it was just beautiful that day. Yeah, that was, a, and do you know what I mean? It was two thousand people in that space, you know? And it was no trouble, real. not one piece of trouble. That's the beauty of it. Though. What, what's the closest you've come to like a party locking up because of trouble? We've had a party locked off because of trouble, not because of trouble. Well, not because of trouble. No one fought, but um, do you remember the first one you came to? We finished that at eight o'clock. Trouble. Yeah, yeah. What happened there? Um. Oh, mad issue, mad issue. Um, wasn't nothing to do with us, but basically, some rubbish with security. Someone got into it with security, and they tried to rush through the gauchos way. Securities tackled him. The the owners not liked what's happened, and then he's just closed the party. Oh, what effect did that have? Like, oh, it was disheartening. Work with you. Uh, like no, no, no. no. The venue was there. Like oh. the venue was there. I am. Um, funny enough, I kind of told him I'm not coming. I think that's the last time. That was the last one, yeah, yeah. That's the last time we used 28 West. And then you went to W12, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the last time we used 28 West. Mm. Um, the relationships there, they're really cool. Um, but I don't think we'd go back there because, mm. like, I think we just outgrown it. We're I think the problem with 28 West, because we've done so many there, it's become just so accessible. Mm. So, it's like, if there's a DLT on, it just pops yeah, 28 West yeah. and you always try your luck. And it's so open, like, mm. you can just slide in through Gouch. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of over familiarity as well. Like, so you're saying you're never going to do one there again because I, I want to make sure that I get to experience to, that full if, flow properly if <laughs> if they if something happens and it becomes bigger and they accommodate everyone and security is different I don't know maybe but for now we don't have plans for, for 20 years it might change though you never know 
Mm. What about the endorsement piece? So, like, obviously, had the composers, Stormzy's been like. NSG's been Miss Banks. A lot of people have been. So, like, it's deep. crazy. Um, so, I feel like we probably only started seeing, like, the tastemakers, what I call them. Um, Go and define that for, for the. For so, the, the tastemakers, I would say, are the ones that drive culture, they influence okay. culture. Okay. So, these will be your influencers, mm, your artists, mm, 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 mm. your pop, your, your pop, cult, your pop yeah, icons, yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So. Um, these people, for, for, I won't say these people. Sounds rude. Before then, we like we we've never really targeted any kind of influence or anything like. As far as we're concerned, we just want to party with our people, mm. and we've not really been a place that like we don't really promote the whole VIP table culture revolt. It's just kind of like cool everyone vibes. Just come vibes on everyone's there. the same. Everyone's the same you in know, here. I, I did. I didn't get a table. I got a bottle of W twelve. Mm-hmm. That's the one where the next day I work with a myth. Yeah, but I never felt the need to. I thought, yeah, because yeah. you love your tables as well. Huh? Yeah, we don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boy. Like, nah, nah, it, it's, it's not because normally I don't like people. I don't like being around people. I like yeah. to be in my own space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah DLT has always had the right number of Balance. people, but number of yep. space as yep. well. So yep. I've never felt overcrowded. Yeah, I don't do table because of image. Just because yeah, no, the table you with people. I understand that. I get that because um, so we've never really promoted that, but then. Obviously, we we um, I think when we collaborated with Metropolis and Live Nation, we kind of started becoming in front of a lot more of these tastemakers' eyes, and then I think the first kind of people like that, like Eddie Caddy came to one for his birthday. He's dope. Jules yeah. came to one, and then we had Connor Walker in there, and it was like all these like so we were like where did all these people just come from? Just coming off their own back, like off their own back, like yeah, we yeah. didn't like we didn't reach out to anyone or mm. anything. They were just kind of like, yo, what's this DLT thing? I want to come. You know yeah. what's weird? What's weird is this though? They managed to get tickets within in two minutes. <laughs> no, do you know what's so funny? With them, there's certain people they know that are connected, and they will hit us up and be like, oh, you know, this person wants to come to your event. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. And we're like, of course it's cool. Kind of like our arrangement. So it's like, of course it's cool, but yeah. Then we did that, and then obviously we did the Ends Festival opening party, and there was like hella tastemakers. That, that, that looked live as well. That was dope. Like we had Samira from Love Island in there. Yeah, um, yeah. We had Jules again. We had all sorts of like tastemakers, mm-hmm. Nella Rose. All these people were in there, and it was like. Yeah. But it was what was beautiful about it is that they were just partying normally. So it's like mixing of everyone. Not everyone was mixed. There was no. There's no line being yeah. drawn. Everyone's just mixing and vibing. So, yeah. and I think it was dope. It was a dope experience for some of our um, core audience because, um, like, a lot of our girls are into fashion. So it's like when they saw Connor Walker, they're like, "Oh my god, that's how yeah. CB Connor Walker." Loads of people taking pictures with her, and she loved it as well. She had her table. She was dancing with her. She was with Mel's wardrobe. Uh, that day as well yeah, he's yeah. like a big person in our scene yeah, as well um, we've had some of the receipts girls there like so everyone just started coming and then obviously I'd say probably today uh, I feel like no one would mind me saying it Stormzy's like the biggest artist that we've had yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that was random because um, on the day of the event I feel like he probably heard or knew it was coming he just dropped us his DM and he was like yo can I get um, whoever's yeah. number yeah. and I just gave him my number and I gave it mad quick <laughs> <laughs> Be fair, you've always been good with your replies yeah. so, yeah. oh, there you go Storms um, and then he rang me and I was like what? he was like yo can I pull up I said yeah. how many are you with he said just me and one I was like okay cool come through and, it's uh, local for him as well, and he it? came up he pulled up and he enjoyed himself um, and like yeah it's just it's organic we've never really targeted anyone because the DLT vibe would still be the DLT vibe with or without but I feel like those people also appreciate um, that 
that space exists. Of course, man, yeah. Would you ever do a DLT Rock Nation brunch kind of thing? Um, I don't know. Imagine a lot of them, like taste mate, what's the taste? What's taste the makers. Taste do you know what, there's been a lot of them. There's been the YouTube Excellence Brunch, the Graham Daily Brunch. There's been loads of brunches mm. with that same kind of concept behind it. Um, some of them look really cool. Um, but I don't know. DLT is more for the people. For the people. Yeah. But, but the thing is, if you was to do it, it'd be for the people. Like, if, if the people. How would that look, that DLT Rock Nation? Well, it'd be for the people. Basically, it would be DLT, but we'd all just dress smart. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'd yeah, all just yeah, dress yeah, smart, yeah, yeah. and we'd be at a venue that is like looks like a Soho farmhouse. Mm. But we'd, I don't know if that. Bougie, but still yeah, but I don't know if that's yeah. our vibe, though. That's the thing. I feel like we like the fact that we go DLT because we can let DLT's our got its own vibe. It's a DLT vibe. Yeah, like, do you know what I mean? I don't know if that vibe fits into that. Mm. So it's, it's a hard one. But um, I wouldn't say no because mm. there might be a day where people want to do a gala. Do Which would I mean? be live, like, do you know what I mean? I think once a year, I think like, a once a year gala could could run. Bang, do you know what bro. I mean? Like people dress up, you, and you know that that's city, fam, You on, might man. that might be your one event. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's that might true, be your bro. one event. This DLT so gala. Them in the really try to dress up like that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, what a one, one a to one off. Once in do you know year, what I mean? Like, and you know, like obviously, man, them will dress up when girls dress up. Yeah, girls love playing dress up. So it's like boom, you got something there. So maybe I don't know, maybe, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, do it because like everyone's like, oh, the UK needs a scene, blah, blah, blah. I don't really buy into that. We've got loads of dope things happening in the UK. You just oh, have to yeah. support it. Could you, could you see yourself that quitting your job and doing DLT full time? I think that's something I'd like to do, but I wouldn't I wouldn't just do the parties and, the and, it, and it needs to make sense yeah, on that end as well. Yeah. But it wouldn't just be for parties. I'd feel like we'd have to be a bit bigger than that mm. in terms of like, we'd have to be doing more. It wouldn't just be events. There'll be, there'll be something keeping us ticking in the background. Like the events might happen, but... Expand into uh, expanding into different fields, whether it's fashion, whether it's film, whether it's music. Like you know what I mean? Whether it's that, there'll be something day to day. Because with events, um, there's only so many events you can do. Mm. Um, and obviously with the size of them, um, there's only so many times you can kind of churn out really dope events. Um, but I feel like there'll be something else. Mm. Um, what you know, we'd re we'd love to create a space for our people to expand creatively grow uh, grow creatively and that's kind of some of the things we're exploring in the background mm -hmm. um, that you might see us come out announce sooner rather than later speaking speaking of work you know step away from DLT a bit uh, what do you do on a day to day basis so I'm a business analyst in regulatory uh, which just means like legislations and finance um so I'm a Mifid and then Mandela. Mifid. So Mif I'm a I'm a I'm a Mifid BA. For those obviously you don't understand what Mifid is. So Mifid is um, a regulation <laughs> that's coming to kind of stop market abuse for between trading and like you know when banks are just doing bare undercover stuff. These regulations have been put in place so that the financial conduct authorities can keep an eye on them. Mm. Um, so they got to report certain trades within a certain time, report certain etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so what does your day-to-day -day role look like for those? My day-to-day -day <coughs> would be me going in at eight thirty, nine o'clock, looking at the last day's trading, making sure that we've, we've submitted all the reports we was meant to submit, making sure that we submit them timely, and then if there's anything that's breaking, trying to fix that, um, and if there's anything that needs escalating, we'll report into like a compliance, or we need to go to the FCA. Mm. Just being on that. So, so, so two questions on that. So one, are you are you contracting? Um, you I was contracting, but now I'm perm. Okay, cool. Why did you stop contracting? Is it I R thirty five? Yeah, okay. I R thirty five. We need to do a bit on that. So I R thirty five. So I R thirty five essentially. Um, so all contractors before limited company contractors or self employed contractors, 
you were, I believe, and someone might correct me, I could be wrong. You were, um, you were responsible for your own um, national insurance and tax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you were found, and if you were found to be acting as a full-time employee, you get tax. Um, but you're, n but you were acting. If you was a full-time employee, but you were acting as a limited company contractor, it would be up to you to deal with the consequences of HMRC. Mm -hmm. However, IR thirty-five has flipped it and to the private sector, and it said, if we find anyone in your company who is posing as a limited company, but they are actually Just have the person. same benefits as. Mm or they're not the same benefits, they, s they work the same way a full-time employee would like work, yeah, yeah, yeah. you are responsible for paying that national insurance mm. and all the other bits about it. Mm. So the companies have now just put a blanket rule and said, yo, <laughs> we ain't taking that risk, because it's a heavy yeah. risk, Bam. do you know what I mean? Because if you've got 500 contractors on several different day rates and you've got to figure that out, that's a how, lot of money. How did it benefit companies before to have contractors? I get the angle for the contractors, you earn more P or whatever. Um, it's what? a weird one. I think it's just um, they they don't have to hold you down. Like do you know, what I mean, a permanent flexibility. staff flexibility. So a permanent okay. staff is harder to get rid of a permanent staff, mm. especially when you've passed your probation. And you got to Whereas yeah. with a contractor, you so can bring you on for an eight month, twelve month, eighteen month project, and they don't pay you sick leave. They don't pay you any of these things, mm. and you're literally coming. You do your project, and in finance, there's a lot of project work. Mm, 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 so there might be regulation that's coming. Uh, like for example MIFID 2 came mm, in mm, mm, and that's why mm. I was brought on board to mm. kind of bring that up mm. um, and once that was done a lot of the contractors was left yeah, the day. there was no need did. for them yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's why it benefits banks so because otherwise you'd be carrying a lot of dead weight in terms of like yeah. you bring someone on hire them you have, have to go through a project yeah, you have to go through a process before <laughs> getting rid of them yeah exactly mm. <laughs> and then the other thing I was going to say quickly so I guess like so what your day job is very different to DLT, like you know what so I mean? Like, how like, does it merge almost? How does it merge and like do you think that the fact that it's so different is a plus or, the, or the, the diff the difference between them helps because it's like okay, I'll go ahead and I'll do my day job, mm. which I can do and whatever, but then DLT is completely different in terms of like completely different realm and different like, skills required different I won't say like almost skills. a different person, bruv. <laughs> It's weird because I'd I'd say like okay cool I'm a I'm a BA so I'm like mm. I'm a, like I'm good on Excel mm -hmm. I, I use those skills for DLT a lot in terms of like okay. putting budgets okay. out um, forecasting all these kind of things mm. so before we've even done an event I've kind of got in mind That's how much your, it's going to yeah. cost us yeah. and how much we need to sell and what we're going to price our tickets at and all these kind of things so that helps me um, in that realm even the fact that I was a contractor. So there's a business side of DLT that you helps that. me. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. And even like, just the language I use or we use as a team, because all of us are come from finance or construction or- You're more credible as well when you're trying exactly. to get that. Yeah, so yeah, when yeah. we're speaking, so there's there's merges 100% and there's definitely a whole heap of skills I picked up at work. Um, but yeah, it is, it, DLT is different. It's like, it's like a completely different mm. field. Like on the weekend, I'm doing DLT at <laughs> nine to yeah, five, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. in an office, so. Yeah, MK at the weekend, you're back during the I'm, week. Exactly, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's yeah. it, I'm Mike during yeah, the week. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, it is different, but it's nice because cause they're so contrasting, you you don't feel that fatigue, because mm. it's mm. like, a compl this is waking up a different side of me and that's a different side of me. It was just interesting, because on the drive up, I was talking to Brandon, and so his company, he works in marketing, but he also has like a sort of media thing that he does on the side. So his company sort of pay for like training and um, different conferences that he attends, which helps him with his, his side hustle. Yeah. Well. So I just kind of wanted to get a few thoughts on it. Yeah, no, nah, it, it, there's definitely, there's always going to be cross because 
you're always going to do something that links and I think some of the skills I picked up at work has definitely helped me mm. within DLT and helped loads of us like like for example Troy works in construction mm. um, she does our production so without her day job Mad. she won't be able to do it she's turned water into wine when it comes to like looking at how how look. spaces look like yeah. you know mm. what I mean some of the stuff she does okay. I remember the E1 vision, one yeah. I remember the E1 looking at the before and after I'm like, yeah, yeah so you like saw that car park before and yeah. the <laughs> yeah, after yeah. bit but that's because she works in construction she can measure spaces she can visualise things she has access to getting those things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? She knows where to rent grass from. She knows where to pick up benches from. So, mm. do you know what I mean? So it does cross. Yeah. So you grew up in Ends. Yeah. Um, you grew up in Brixton. Yeah. Let's talk to us about it. I know you said you got shipped to New York, sure. NY, Manchester. Or you yeah. got shipped to Manchester. So what, what, what was it like? You grew up on. A, yeah, you, you know, I let you um, take the floor. Um, because a lot of people might a lot of people might think. So my 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 story is mad, and I've never really said it. I've told it on a public. My forum, podcast, so, baby. So this is like <laughs> mad. So um, so obviously I'm Nigerian. Um, I came when I was young, like three or four. Oh, so you're, what, you're a foreigner? Oh, yeah, okay. foreigner, bro. But I still got a passport. That's for an Lame. immigrant. What's wrong with this? Don't, 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 don't do that, bro. Don't mean Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, and then I went to school um, here, first generation. I'm not first generation, mm, mm. but yeah, went to school in Camberwell, so. Ramsey. Comber Grove is where I went primary school, which is around the corner from um, okay. Ramsey. And I went Ramsey first, but I was always like, you know, I was good at home, but on in school, I just didn't respect no one. Ramsey, you know, Ramsey, Ramsey. I just didn't respect no one. You know, that's like me though, in, at home. Well, I think 99% of us. At home, I fear my parents. But do you know what it is? I think it's just coming from Africa yeah. and coming here, and it's just so different. You could just get away with more. With so much, you like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. Well, shut up, man. You know what I mean? Man, I tell the teachers, shut up. I'm like, <laughs> okay. You know what you're about. I'm <laughs> like, oh, we can't do this. You know what I mean? Some of us are slapping teachers. Bro. You So when I went Ramsey, it was rough, man. Ramsey was rough, so it's like. Um, Did you see that tweet that certain ah ninety nine percent of prisoners went stack or, or Ramsey? Or no, I'm not surprised. That school was rough. Was, what if it was worth? Stack. Ra- Ramsey, Ramsey, Kingsdodo, Tennyson's. Tennyson was bad as well. We used to just get into fights with them all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I think Kingsdodo cool. was different because we were isolated. We were wearing Dulwich. Yeah, but then we had Peckham and Brixton boys on our same school. Yeah. So that was so crazy. That, Warwick Park as well. That was, that was mad. So, but yeah, went Ramsey for a year, got into a fight, whatever, got kicked out. Then I went to another. You got kicked out in year seven. Yeah, got kicked out in year seven. Bruh. Went to another school in Balham, got kicked out of there. Mm. I went to another school in um, uh, Fulham, got kicked out of there. So as you well. were just punching people up. I was just rough, but the thing is, I was so I was so well behaved at home. Mm. Like from my mum and my family, I was so respectful. And you prostrate on that. Yeah, I'm African, bro. Like, that's what we do. <laughs> um, but yeah. it's like when I used to get school, I, was like, I just didn't have no respect for no one. Mm. And I guess I didn't. there was no fear of people. Um, so then I got shipped home for a bit, about what? six, seven months. With my age? Yeah. Like Jebu or where? Um, I was in Ogden State. Got Is shipped that still home. doing school? Or, school, or, I was uh, in boarding school for a bit. Did like a little stint there. And then I came back um, and I was uh, running track. Oh, for real? Yeah. What are you saying like? Uh, 200 meters. Oh, for real? Yeah, 19 so, seconds. You think uh, My PB was 23. Wait, 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 you went Nige and you became some elite no, athlete. No, so it's like. mad. I, came, I, didn't even get, I came back from Nige and yeah. I was just good at track and it's okay. just something I found a okay. passion for. Right, well, did you have to run a lot in Nigeria from that moment? Um, so because so, <laughs> I went to I went to um, the president's school at the time of Asenjo's school and they were big on sports. Oh, yeah. Hey, you live um, in my house in the, was it in Abekwata? No, or it Shagami? was in Ogun State. 
Yeah, because Obeko to the city in Oregon State. Oh, yeah, Obeko to the city. Yeah, my bad, sorry, my bad. You were in Nigeria, you're doing up luxury. Yeah, yeah no, right, it so wasn't tough. luxury because it was tough. <laughs> but, I um, but I was running track there, so I came back and I was just good at track. I was, I was keeping it up. And then um, my sister was studying uni in Manchester um, and there was an athletics club in Manchester that was dope. So I then went to Manchester and was running track and going to a sports college there. Right. Um, so, so I went to school and then I went to sports college. So Manchester's a really small place. So like my school, like Wes Brown's little brother went to my school. Right. Um, and in my college, Michael Richards was in my college, um, Man City footballer. Cause I went oh, yeah, to a proper sports age, college. Yeah, 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 I went to a proper yeah, sports yeah. college and a lot of the Man City footballers and a lot of like athletics right. um, runners were in my school. So it was a proper sports, it's a sports city because That's at sick. that time, mm. Man City Stadium was just built. Mm. So there was a big push on athletics. So mm. it kind of made sense. And yeah. also I got away from London and all the rubbish and all the badness and I could just start a fresh That's why I went to Leeds for uni, innit? Yeah. I just wanted was to leave ends completely. Was it easy to integrate into money though? No, nah, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, and they were under the impression that I was like a fresh African, <laughs> like I'd never stepped <laughs> in. Could you actually, I couldn't tell you, bro. I got a friend who's born, he's the guy that dropped me here. Yeah, but do you know what? You come here at three or four, you're gonna- no, But he came at three or four, but his accent is, Different. He but thought it, he wanted it might be like 20, Maybe he went back there because it might bare be people. Bare people come here at that age and you don't have an accent. So wait, it's, there's key ages like that defines your accent. Oh, it could be because you went to Manchester, so you had to maybe recalibrate a bit more. He built me. Yeah. Nah. Well, well, I, I came back and never had London in him, blood. Like I've always been London. Do you know what I mean? It's not, it's not fully London well, though, I is it? Hear, I, boy, I can South hear London, London bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But. To be honest, I did pick up a Manchester accent for a period though. That's funny. Oh, sell out. Um, well, go on, so man. I was there for like three or four years. So I had to, like, just just a tinge. <laughs> I say that. Um, but yeah, I was running track. Um, went to a sports college there, but then I got injured. Um, a few twice. years. That's a huge story, isn't it? Yeah, ACL, bro. And I, I tore like my hammies twice, and I just thought, you know, it's long. And like when you do athletics, you train very, very hard during the winter. Like. You're just running, 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 oh, running, like to the point like you're throwing up. Like that's. So does the winter have an effect on your body in that? Uh, no, it's just because there's no ev um, um, events. Like there's no, um, you're not competing in the in the winter. Mm. Most of the com competitions happen just in the summer. On top of your so you're just training, prepping for those summer events. Um, so all this time you're what doing school, tournaments? You're yeah, tournaments. I'm still going to school and whatnot, mm -hmm. but and then I'm training. I'm running for a proper club. Right. So, um, but yeah, it was dope. Like, um, and then because that didn't work out, I, I dropped out of the sports college. But I was always academic in it. Mm, that's one mm. good thing that I'm quite fortunate. I come from a pretty academic background. Mm, so mm, 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 like my sisters, my mum, everyone, like my mum's lawyer in it by trade. Like, um, sisters, doctor, like yeah, got- Stereotypical. Like. Stereotypical Nigerian. I just yeah. don't know why I wanted to be bad. I just don't get it. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably yeah. just where I grew up. You in got it, brothers? Like, uh, older brothers. They, do you know what it is? My older brothers good? were bad as well. Oh. But- well, They got Ramsey as well? They went Ramsey. That's why they finished Ramsey. That's still coming out now. They finished Ramsey. Therapist, yeah. blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's all like, yeah, yeah, it was just kind of flowed. But yeah, so it was probably just like where I'm from. So, but it's mad. After I did Manchester, I came back to London. But I feel like that period of Manchester, because it was with my older sister, and the age gap between us is probably like four or five years. Oh, right. So it was like, I almost felt like I was living by myself, and I did a lot of growing up. Mm -hmm. So when I've come back to London, I was still a bit bad, but the mindset was different. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was very much like independent, and I understood the risk of certain things. Mm -hmm. and. So I kind of just got myself together. It helped that sober you up. Yeah, that, is, that was a sobering up period. So I kind of got myself together, went college, went uni, 
Um, I was always good at business and maths, so those two yeah, things yeah, yeah, yeah. that I kind of just did. I just did oh, business. Oh, 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 did you business at uni? Yeah? I, I did God. marketing at uni, funnily oh, enough. Um, That's another school you got there. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, and then from then, yeah, I kind of just fixed, kind of figured it out. But I quite, I had a very supportive family though. Like they never gave up on me. So mm. even though I was Dope. really, really bad. Um, Mum and that never gave up on me. So. so what do you say to a younger that's like, because like, I know this 11-year-old you that just likes being bad for him. Like, they, it's just cool. Do you know like, what it is? It's cool. No, nah, but it's like a younger, like, and still. Do you know what? It's difficult because it seems so glamorous at that mm. age. And again, I think we all have a responsibility in this room mm. to not glamorise that life to them and understand that, okay, cool, there's three of us in here and we all do three different things and we mm. all... But there's another way. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You mm. don't have to go down the route of being a bad guy mm. and then mm. you then go do, do music, you do sport. Or you do, <laughs> yeah. do you know what I mean? Nah, you can actually just be a good Best boy things, yeah. and and flipping, go to school, get mm. a degree and get a great the fact job. That your parents are even happy with you, or you're, you're even happy with you doing football or um, um, athletics. That's what usual do, yeah. I think that was the breakaway because it's like, okay, he's doing that. He's still going to school, but mm. he's not going to... He's good at it. He enjoys it. He's passionate about it. Let him channel his energy Exactly. That do you know what I mean? It's even mad. Like, when I first got to Manchester, I was still bad. And <laughs> I got into a fight my first day of school. Guys, there's fighting. No, it was a problem. I got into a fight yeah. my first day of school and there was a mentor there that I went to see and he was like, you should go do boxing. Mm. But I didn't do boxing and I was doing athletics. Doing yeah. But it's like, that's also key. Channeling, channeling that yeah, anger, that energy into other things. Um, it keeps you occupied, it keeps you busy. I think a lot of people have free time <coughs> and all these other stuff. And also we don't always know what's going on at home. But what, yeah. I, what I would say is just like, it's not like, that being bad is just overstated, man. It's I overhyped. think it's a phase, teenage stuff, right? It is, it is a phase. And you just got to make sure that it's controlled. But I feel like it's a, exactly, because I feel like it's a phase, but it could, okay, can I it could have you low, can like you could die, you could yeah, go, yeah. go bin or whatever, It needs to know? be controlled, it needs to be managed, there needs to be support from the family, um, the home environment needs to be good. And you know what, we need to like have more like programs, like mentoring programs. You're right, you know what, you know what you're right about that phase, because when you think about it, Everyone's sobered up by college. Yep. So it's, it's, like, a, it's like a two, three year gap in secondary school. And you know, I went Bagel King last night mm. to get some, um, to get the Apple Crumble to watch, to mm. eat during the fight. And then I saw a lot of former ops there. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, it's just dumb, isn't it? Two, three years ago, two, 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 three years of just stupidness in secondary school could have made me go jail, could have ended, made, made me die. And it's just a two, three year gap. Yeah. That if you overcome the two, three years, you're good. You know, making things like DLT, My City Podcast, mm. you know, them kind of things. So uh, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Survive so those two, three years and, and don't do anything too detrimental to yourself. Because yeah, you know what? You're going to be stupid. Boys are stupid. Um, especially young boys. <laughs> yeah. No, we are. We are stupid. We do dumb stuff. But mm. like, make sure that you don't completely finish yourself. Mm. All right, Dan, I need to wrap it up here. So, um, okay, before we finish, any upcoming projects or, or any events? Oh, yeah. We got lots of exciting stuff happening. Anything we can look out for this 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 year? We've obviously got Marbella happening. Fingers crossed, we'll do Africa again. Amen, um, bro. Amen. Um, we are definitely gonna do some London events. I think our first event will be in April, Bank Holiday, April the eleventh. So that's an exclusive for you guys. Um, that's when we'll come back. Um, we are going to try and launch a, a different thing, which will be more for the creatives. Okay. Um, so what's that? So. Um, we haven't finalised it right, yet, so but yeah. it's going to be a platform 
or a space for mm. people who are like if you if you think you've got something in music if you're a dj if you're if you're a chef you mm. know what i mean we're gonna try create a space for you guys to uh, have that talent and put it out there so that's Good. coming um and yeah we're just gonna try some few things this year it should be exciting and see um how people take to it we've we've obviously done the marbeck collaboration so there'll be more clothing or more the material fantastic more merch you know get it that's on the website now man selling it <laughs> <laughs> there'll be more merch coming this year so um yeah man um we just Crazy, it should be an exciting yeah you see the april 11th do you know what venue is going to be at yet um, we'll keep you guys that's yeah, secret that's I'll that's let that. you know obviously, yeah, the uh, job, obviously mate, we're sure we could carry on <laughs> carry on our thing of course yeah it's man the MK thank you so much come on it's been, it's been a pleasure man. man enjoyed it love bro where, love. Where, where can we find you Twitter I'm on Twitter M, M many underscores in K-A-Y on Twitter Insta uh, Insta I don't use Insta uh, I oh swear like I like to have private life <laughs> for real yeah obviously follow DLT Brunch follow DLT Brunch if you don't already um, DLT Brunch is where you can find most of uh, our stuff but yeah I'm on Twitter so I, I prefer to have a conversation I'm not really yeah, 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 I'm not really yeah, yeah, an Instagram person about pictures I don't really like I've never really understood that thing so but so, Twitter is me because right, we cool. talk <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on uh, Sam where, where can we find you follow me Sam underscore Luke on everything follow My City Podcast on everything YouTube SoundCloud Spotify everything iTunes Live Show coming food Live Show oh, we need to sort that out now yeah, you know, they might have a lot of for some food maybe 100%, 100%. Collabs, and then also follow um, me on Twitter which is Lua, which is I-R-A-Y-L-I-W-A I will change it to, my, to, to the real spelling I don't know when uh, follow me on Instagram at uh, ira.ae, which is ire.ae, and um, thanks MK for coming on, man. Love, Love bro, in Love. a bit.